It's almost time for the annual Spurduti Farms Fall Harvest Festival. Merrimack Bakehouse will be there selling fresh baked bread, cinnamon rolls, cookies, and pierogi, along with several other great local vendors. There will be fun activities for the kids, too, and an unbelievable amount of pumpkins. The festival will be September 25th and 26th and October 2nd and 3rd from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's Spurduti Farms in Newcastle, PA. We'll see you there. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're making caramel apple walnut pie. This is a recipe that I've been messing around with for a number of years, trying to get it right, adding this, that, doing a little bit differently, and by golly, this year I finally got it. So I'm going to share the recipe with you. It's not like any caramel apple pie that I found online, which there are many strange and probably wonderful recipes for a caramel apple pie. This one has caramel baking bits in it and chopped walnuts as well as apples. And it has a crumb topping. So it's it's a multiple flavors and textures in this pie. It's really good. So let's get started. First, you're going to need a pie crust, one regular pie crust. You could use a store-bought crust or your own pie crust recipe if you're good at making those. Or you can use the pat-in-the-pan recipe, classic pat-in-the-pan recipe from the Betty Crocker cookbook. We shared this recipe before in um, episode 38, which was another pie. It was a weird little pie. It's a really, this is a nice recipe. It works well with sweet fruit pies and other types of sweet pies. And it also works nice for quiche. So it's also good for savory. And this pie crust is from, as I said, the Betty Crocker cookbook and it's, this is old. I mean, this is an old pie crust recipe, but it is very good, and I've used it a lot. As I've mentioned before on here, I have pie crust issues because of the amount of bread that I bake. I've lost my pie crust touch, but this recipe always comes out nice and tender. This is not a flaky type of a pie crust because it uses oil for the fat. However, it's a very tender crust, and it, usually it's hard to make this tough unless you really overwork it, but it's it, it's a good crust. So here we go. For the crust, you need one and one-third cups flour, a third cup of oil, a fourth teaspoon of salt, a half teaspoon of sugar, and two to three tablespoons of cold water. So what you're going to do is mix your dry ingredients together, Add the oil and take a fork and stir it around until the oil is completely absorbed into the flour. It'll change color and start to form little balls of flour. So make sure the flour is really well mixed in with the oil. Then start adding your water one tablespoon at a time. And just like sprinkle it over the top, stir with your fork, and you'll see it start sticking together and forming a dough. You might need all three tablespoons of water and you might not. So just a tablespoon at a time. Once you get all your water in, stir it up and you'll notice that it starts to form um, larger size balls like marbles. Take that, once you get it 
mixed up to where it looks like that and pour it into a nine inch pie pan. And then what you're going to do is kind of press it together and press it up the sides to form your pie crust. And as you press it, you'll see it just all sticks together and form your crust. And then you can flute the edges of it. And it, it, it works really nice. It's kind of like playing with Play-Doh. <laughs> so now you have your crust. Here we go with the rest of the recipe. For the pie, you will need six to eight large apples, peeled, cored, and sliced. You want about six to seven cups of sliced apples. I use, um, I really like Golden Delicious. That's my go-to, and they're a little bit late season. So depending on, you know, time of the season or what you have available, Golden Delicious, Ginger Gold, Jonna Gold, Brayburn, Honeycrisp, any of those works really well to make a pie. I like those. You can also use Macintosh. A lot of people like Granny Smith. I don't like Granny Smith because they, they're just too hard. However, it's fun to do a blend of apples. So if you kind of mix up apples, you can use several different varieties and it makes a interesting sort of a pie because you'll have some crispy apples in there and some that have cooked completely to mush you know so that's a fun way to do it too so whatever apples you have available you can use you need three-fourths cup of white sugar and a half a cup of flour a half a cup of chopped walnuts and a half a cup of caramel baking bits you can use craft caramel baking bits or I get them from Nuts Online, and they're just called Caramel Baking Bits, and they're really good. They're little soft, round balls of caramel, and they um, work really great in baked goods. Or, if you can't find any, you can get caramels, regular old caramels, and cut them into smaller pieces, which is rather tedious, but also would work just fine. Okay, now... You're going to take your apples, peel them, core them, slice them. Mix your flour and sugar together and then pour over your apples and toss them so that the sugar and flour is really well mixed in with the apples and then you're going to let that sit for 30 minutes. And what that does is it draws the juice from the apples and it allows the flour and sugar mixture to stick all over the apples Turn them around every, you know, like I, by turn them around, I mean take a spoon and kind of scoop them up and turn them over in the bowl every once in a while just to make sure that it's incorporating really good. And that really makes your pie come out nice because you've got the flour and sugar distributed evenly through the apples. So you get a nice consistent thickening over the apples in the pie. Once that's set for half an hour, Add your half cup of chopped walnuts and half cup of caramel baking bits to the apples and toss them around to blend in really well. Now for your topping, you need a half a cup of softened butter, a half a cup of brown sugar, and one cup of flour. And you're going to cut that butter into the flour-sugar mixture. It usually helps if you mix the brown sugar and flour together first before incorporating the butter. Because it kind of, when the flour and sugar are mixed, it kind of keeps the flour from clumping together and helps it to distribute more evenly in the butter. So you want to cut this up until it resembles coarse crumbs. Sometimes I take my hands in it after I've cut it up and I kind of smush it all up so that it forms bigger crumbs. 
Once you get it to that coarse crumb stage, add a half cup of chopped walnuts and mix in well. So now we're going to assemble our pie. Put your apple, walnut, caramel mixture into the pie dish. Scrape it all in there. Try to mound it up so that the edges of the filling are a little bit lower than the crust and it should peak up a little bit in the center. Now to put your topping on. There's a little bit of a technique here. So what you want to do is put your hand on the edge of the pie dish and take a handful of that topping and sprinkle it up against your hand there so that it goes to the edge of the pie crust but doesn't fall out of the pie, you know. And just first go the whole way around the pie like that so that you have all that crumb topping around the edge and then work your way into the middle and make sure that it's distributed evenly. So once you get your topping on there, you're going to put this pie into your oven, which has been preheated to 400 degrees. Bake that for about 30 minutes at 400. And then when your timer goes off, turn it a half turn and bake it for 15 to 20 more minutes. You want to bake it until you have a little bit of that syrup. Uh, I'm not sure what you call the juice that bakes up around the pie. It's, it's not coming to me right now. It's got to be a name for it. But it's kind the of apple like the, juice? the thickened, yeah, the thickened juice from the apples will start to bubble up and you'll see that it looks kind of thickened, you know. Um, once you get it to that point, which is like 45 to 50 minutes, remove it from the oven and allow it to cool. Don't, don't cover it while it's in the oven and don't cover it when it's out of the oven cooling. Let that cool before slicing. You can do it when it's warm. Um, if you let it cool the whole way, it sets up real solid, and it, it's a very nice pie. And there you go. There's your caramel apple walnut pie. This pie is so good, and I want to say almost like surprisingly good, but the walnuts in the crumb topping get nice and crisp, you know, when you bake them in that, and it just adds to the crunch of that crumb topping. And then within the pie... It just really adds a nice flavor and the caramels just kind of meld up, but you have enough flour in there that it causes the thickening to to work really well. And it just makes it, I'm telling you, this is a really delicious pie. Yeah. And it's um, like nothing is too sweet. No. It's not, a su- it's not a super sweet pie, how a lot of fruit pies can be, but it's just... It's just a really good apple pie. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's it's a little on the more dense side cuz you have a lot of apples in there, but it's it's I'm not a I'm not a person who likes a really sweet pie, but what I do like is a lot of texture in a pie. And I know people that I know people that are freaked out if they eat an apple pie and one of the apple pieces is crunchy, you know. But like I said, using a blend of apples is a lot of fun in an apple pie because you can get apples that are like really, really ripe and some that aren't as ripe, you know, kind of mix them up. So then the apples themselves blend with that flour and sugar and the thickening and they they cook up. So you have almost like an applesauce in your pie. And it, it's it's a really good technique and it's a good texture in your pie but this pie here I'm really proud of it because honestly I've been messing around with this for so long and I finally I finally uh, made one the other day and I said this I think this is it by golly so I hurried up and wrote it down (laughs) as opposed to my normal having to make something three times because I couldn't remember what I did 
but I hurried up and wrote it down and um, I was very, I'm very pleased with it. So I hope you give it a try this fall because this is it. I mean, apple season is upon us and there's a very nice variety of apples out there now too. The Golden Delicious are just coming on and um, you have Brayburns in a couple weeks, which are also really nice for pies. So you've got a, you've got a probably right now is going to be your peak apple season for the Northeast and they'll be shipping them everywhere. So wherever you're at, you should be able to get apples right now. So try this pie and I'm sure you'll like it. And if you don't, if you can't eat walnuts, but you can eat pecans, use pecans because they would be equally good in this pie. And it's nice to have that little, they're not hard when you bake them no, in there. Right. They're just a little bit crispy. So you need that little bit of crispiness. Right. And I also, uh, I also should say if you want to make this vegan or if you're really not, if you don't eat butter, this topping works really well with the country crock sticks, which are vegan. It's a, a, a vegan spread and they work great with this recipe. I've also used uh, regular margarine in this and it works pretty well. But, you know, just so you know, the um, if you want to use a vegan spread substitute, use the country crock sticks because they're very nice to bake with. But, you know, it's, it's very simple to take this pie and make it vegan. The caramel bits could be an issue. However, there are substitutes for everything. So I'm sure there's something out there that's a good substitute um, because the caramel bits, depending upon whose you're using, could have milk in them. However, they don't all have milk in them. But <laughs> so, but this is a really good pie and I hope you give it a try because I'm very proud of it. And, you know, if you don't feel like making a whole pie... We do have a caramel apple walnut oat bran muffin mix on MerryMacPodcast.com. Oh, yeah, that's good. The, I, the caramel Same apple Same flavors, wal- but much quicker to make. Yeah, the caramel apple walnut oat bran muffin mix. I use the caramel bits in it and um, dried Fuji apple pieces. And it is, it's my favorite oat bran muffin for like a breakfast muffin. It's very good, very flavorful, very heavy but it it's just so good for breakfast it it just tastes like breakfast you know it's really really a delicious muffin mix and make sure to check us out online on facebook and instagram at mary mac bakehouse on twitter at mobile mary mac and mary mac podcast and on our website mary mac podcast.com thanks a lot for listening if you did and if you didn't too bad for you